Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Welcome to the Walk Culture Gaming Podcast. I'm your host, Scott Tilford, joined by Josh Brown. Hello, Scott. Hello, I'm Ben Roy Turner. Yeah, whatever. Brilliant stuff. That's <laughs> the energy that you want in 2021. Just get through it. When I don't go first, then I get upset and drop for I go off the order who's above me on the little chat window oh, really? thing. So, so right now, it's Mr. JB, Josh Brown. If you got here earlier, mate, you would be at the top. But he's well, on, Ben Roy, get in. Sworn I'm in always prompt. On. <laughs> I mean, that's yes. the opposite of the truth, but you, just, you do what you can. Um, anyway, I thought we would, uh, you know, gather together, gather together, gather together on this auspicious day to talk about the future of the gaming industry in 2021. So basically, we just pooled our ideas as to what the biggest news items could be for 2021 that seemed like the most probable stuff. Um, and not to start on too much of a downer, but God of War 2 is clearly being delayed. Let's just open on that. Do we do I have anything to the contrary? I pretty much think this is something that Sony should just get out there and say, rip the bandaid off and just let us know. Yeah, I think God of War 2 is just, it is getting delayed, man. I think we should all brace <laughs> ourselves for that fact because, like, they only showed a logo when they announced it last year. 2021 always seemed a little bit optimistic. You throw in the fact that everything continues to be the way it is and also the fact that Santa Monica Studios has, like, two games in production. They've also got a Corey yeah, Barlog yeah. developed. Um, it's rumored to be, like, a sci-fi game. And I'm sure, I think I made these tweets up because I keep trying to find them, but Corey Barlow tweets so much today I couldn't. But I swear, at Christmas time, you, you made a tweet essentially saying like, we've, we've got two games and whichever one's done first, we'll release first. And that's like, cool. That rings like a faint bell. Ben Roy, did you see any of these rumblings? I see when he does things like changes everything to space and then it's like, oh, maybe I'm doing a space thing. <laughs> but like, I don't know what Corey's doing at the moment because he's always just, he's just banned the merchant on Twitter. He doesn't really... <laughs> <laughs> he's a, he's a good follow. He's a good follow because you know you want some of that positive Twitter energy. You just go and look at Corey, and he's like fa- found some video that someone's made of his video game. Mm-hmm. And he's like, watch this because it's good stuff. But yeah, God of War to God of War. However many they are right now, what seven? I'm gonna say this is God of War the seventh. Uh, this is the, I think this is the seventh one. It's, it's, a, it's around that. Them, yeah. Kratos versus Thor. Spoilers. I mean, if you're not paid by now, sorry. 
I don't know what I can say. I believe it's... this is the eighth one if you count all the portable was... ones as well. Yeah, I was trying to count the PSP ones, but I couldn't do the math that quickly. But yeah, <laughs> either way, it's uh, it's a long, it's a highly anticipated thing. And obviously, I mean, for me, like the original God of War is just the best game of the general, the last generation. Um, and I think that there's a lot to live up to. I just, I wonder if they are in a position that maybe CDPR were kind of in towards the end of Cyberpunk, where it's like, maybe we can do this. Like we kind of have, you know, if we just sort of bring this together, staple this, patch this up, stitch that, then we can get there for the end. Um, yeah. Maybe that's what they're clinging on to. But it doesn't, there's a weird feeling around God of War where it's it's coming in 2021, but there's there's no trailer for it. There's no, there's nothing other than that initial announcement. Did um, it, yeah. When we got the announcement of God of War 2018, didn't mm. it just kind of like, you know, bam, A3, and then bam, it came out. Like, I'm pretty, wasn't it like a really short window? And also, like, I used, I used to be sort of like, oh, well, you can't release it because, you know, like, where well, we thought Sashira and Last of Us were both like flop, well, eat each other, and they didn't. They both True. prospered and they both sold loads. So now I, now I could see God of War coming out around Horizon, but at the same so, time, I think I, it's going to be March next year. <laughs> I, yeah, I think it's going to be 2022. Just having a quick Google, because I that would be an, a hell of a one too if they dropped it the E3 of the year that it came out. But no, it actually the debut trailer for 2018's God of War was in 2016. It was at E3 2016, Jesus, okay. where um, Kratos walked out the shadows. Um, and that was like a massive moment. That does not feel like five years ago, but no. it's, that's, the, that's the harsh reality that we're in. But um, yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, I think, I think March 2022 is maybe a bit more like, um, oh, I was going to say optimistic, but I guess realistic, <laughs> you know, like, mm. like Ben Roy was saying, they might be able to pull it off. And like, it would be so cool if they did manage to pull it off for this year. Obviously, Santa Monica is a veteran team. They know what they're doing. They've already built the first God of War. I'm pretty sure mm. at the time of release, Cory Barlog said, like, it's not going to take another four or yeah. five years. Like, we've got the foundations here. We can hit the ground running. They made a, a big decision to not do any like story DLC or any DLC like that, no expansion packs. So mm -hmm. they just jumped straight into the sequel. So they could have been working on it nonstop since God of War 2018 ship. And I'm sure they had ideas before then, but, but even then, like, I don't want to put all of the eggs in this one basket in the hopes that Ragnarok is coming in 2021, because I, to be honest, <laughs> it boys, already arrived like, in 2020, mate, carry on. <laughs> it already did. I'm not even entirely sure I need it this year. Like, I don't think it would Ooh. make or break the year. I love God of War, really excited for the second one, but there are a lot of cool titles, especially from Sony, coming mm -hmm. out this year, including Horizon Zero Dawn, Forbidden West. Well, for me, it's like... It, I feel like you need that exclusive lineup. Like for me, it's so dry right now. Like there's mm. like, and, and like for, if I look at 2021 at a glance, like, yeah, there's Horizon, but I'm, I'm just a little bit good that it's still on PS4. And then there's God of War, but I, I we don't even know. What, that's another whole thing is we don't even know if it's on PS4, if it's cross-gen. It's like, on whether PS4. It's, it's <laughs> I mean, it probably is going to be on PS4 and it's going to be delayed, but neither of these things they want to say right now. Um, maybe they want to get some goodwill out of the way with like Returnal and get some sort of a PlayStation exclusive and then go from there. Um, but that's a whole other thing is the cross-gen stuff. The only thing worse than putting it till next year is putting it in May with everything else. Mm. Like just release it the same day as uh, Returnal, why not at this point? Like everyone's just, everyone's just <laughs> still on each other's lap at this point. Yeah, it would. That would but, be another, uh, another concrete genie. Yeah, I, I just, I, I, what Josh said, I, I feel like there's no games now, for it, but then like there, there's just simply, it's slow now. Like, mm. you know, like that PS2 sort of slow now until like say this weird bump in May and then it's going to be slow again. So, mm -hmm. I mean, after May, we're going to be drought. We're going to be that, that meme where that kid's sort of like eh, trying to survive and then your backlog is drowning in the ocean sort of thing. <laughs> uh -huh. But um, yeah, I, I know what you mean. For, I, I'm, either way, I could have either one, but I don't, I don't know. I, I'm unsure yet, but like, I, think I don't, well, I'm not hyped, 
Horizon and more hype for God of War. Yeah, same. I think another thing as well is that if, of all the studios that can sort of push back against, like, we need to hit this release day or we need to hit this particular release window, uh, Naughty Dog were always that. It felt like the one team on, on Sony's um, lineup that could say, like, no, we're going to do what we're going to do and it's going to be this long and like, take this long to make and whatever. And I would assume that because of God of War, Santa Monica now have that if they didn't have it before. Um, well, and... they were on their last stand before, and it was either that God of War hit or they were done, mm. sort of thing. So now they well, have yeah, that yeah. big weight, yeah. Mm-hmm. And you'd assume that because of that, they can. And plus, like, I mean, the story that was being told, like, it's so personal from Corey. Like, there's so much that he's pulling from his relationship with his son, or like becoming a father and raising his son and everything. So I'm like, whatever that story is, like that whole trilogy, because initially it was planned, or it is planned to be a trilogy. Um, you know, it, it has to hit every single beat of it. So. I don't know, like I like props to them, like they should delay it if uh, if need be. It's just it just it feels increasingly weird not talking about it when every other exclusive for this year has a release date and God of War is just kind of nebulously hanging there for the second half of the year. Um, we should also talk about um, GTA Six, Ben Roy. This is one of the uh, stories that you threw in, and um, the idea of GTA yes. Six being announced slash heavily rumored. I would say, I would assume, full on announcement. Didn't I put a slash like? Didn't I put a lull somewhere in there? I, 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 I meant you, to. Yes. Yeah, but like. Um, it, it's this this brewing of like GTA's sold now what 140 million. You think that this you think they were slowing now. That's like one of the newest figs floating around. Mm. And at this point, uh, I I even think like you've got those diehards that live on like it's become like not an MMO as such, but it's someone you live in GTA Online. Mm-hmm. Like um, I was uh, honestly right for GTA Online. Looking at uh, last night, there was a guy who runs um, a aerial display team and he was yeah. showing off like it was like five or six different pilots that do all like that set the flares off and do different like twisting movements through the sky and he was like sharing all this stuff he's like oh look what we've done is this aerial display team inside GTA Online and they have to do it in a private server because everyone just shoots them out the sky if they do it in the public <laughs> one but um, the fact that he was able to do that I'm like that's insane that it's that malleable it's become this second life thing for some people it definitely has and like the last time I made a venture into that uh, sort of like space uh we did we just did the modes where it's like those flying sort of like race destruction things in the sky or like when you start and you're a car on a parachute you've got to land on the spot like we were just doing all those extreme games right but i i feel like it probably feels like it's time now like and they feel like if they did this then they could be like then this is their foundation for the next 10 years or so. but like at one point doesn't it start to get to a point where they've put it out and they probably had a they probably had a bunch more sales on PS5. Like there was a specific PS5 version or something stupid. Well, and I just still, feel like it's the time. Yeah, there's like still like the PS5 yeah. one to come. There's still the whole next gen <clears throat> versions or whatever later this year. But they're like, not even out yet. No, and it's like there's not like the proper okay. next gen one that apparently is coming because when they did the PS5 reveal, it opened with that whole Rockstar sponsored GTA thing. And there's assumedly some full proper next gen version coming. But that that's why I don't think it's coming, boys. I just don't think it's getting announced this year because of the <laughs> fact that GTA 5 is still selling so well. And mm. they've got this remaster, remaster that's on its way for the PlayStation 5 and then other consoles after the fact. So I don't mm. think they would announce GTA 6 before that's properly established. Like they can live on this thing, like Ben Roy was saying, for so much longer. And I don't feel like we'll see anything from a new project until maybe next year or even maybe oh. the, the year after like for the 10 year anniversary like i in my head in my head canon it's going to release on like the 10 year anniversary of gta 5 like 2023 that's when we'll get it 
So we might get an announcement early next year, but I feel like because they've decided to remaster five and it's coming to the next gen consoles, they'll just coast on that that a little bit. Yeah, if that is true, I mean, they just sort of said like, oh, it's coming to PS5, but it's like, what does that really mean? They haven't necessarily drilled it down if they're reworking assets again, because that's the thing to always forget is that GTA 5 came out in 2013, right at the end of the seventh generation, got remastered for the eighth generation. And then we've sort of ridden that one out the whole time. And then that'll be the one that gets remade again on the current gen. So it's just like, that's insanely good business. Like they haven't gone back and had to spend the money, the R and D doing a whole other version of it, but it's also crazy. I mean, the amount of time that it's been since GTA five, two thousands rockstar had about seven sequels by now, including all the PSP ones and everything. So I just, I don't know. Do you guys feel like you're like hungry for GTA or is it just kind of like this weird side thing that's just ticking away in the background? I'm kind of like, I'm not, and if like I feel like you could probably give that a satire. They got some more writers because obviously all the writers have left now. The houses mm-hmm. have gone as well. Like, I feel like you could probably get that same sort of style from somewhere else. But like, I just I don't know. Like, there's so many. Like GTA, I think used to also be special because it was a big open world and it was that. Mm-hmm. Like for a lot of the time, it was like you know I'm just gonna go out there and blow something up, and then it became this really. Then we had the two like really hard hitting stories, and now I don't know what I want from GTA anymore. I don't think it can just be. I mean, it can just be another GTA, and it will destroy everything. But for me personally, <laughs> I just don't think it's like. I think there probably needs to be a bit more there, but obviously there doesn't need to be a bit more there because it's GTA, and it will just destroy anything. In its path. It is so weird, isn't it? Like you've got like GTA Four was like sort of the left field one. GTA Five is the best selling thing ever. Like I think it is literally the best selling piece. And- entertainment entertainment ever um and then it's like what did what do you even do after that and then yeah dan houses left sam houses stayed but he he wasn't massively creatively involved beforehand um his great contribution was the hot coffee scandal for san andreas so it's like you want to lead with that stuff next time but i don't know i guess josh what do you think they'll do going forward I honestly, I, I, I think I'd be a fool to guess. You know, we've covered so many different <laughs> rumors about it at this point, about potentially going back to the 1970s, doing Vice City, having a bunch of different cities from the older games come in. Mm-hmm. And like Ben Roy was saying, they're in a kind of like interesting position because it's been, or it's going upcoming, coming up the 10-year anniversary of GTA 5. It's been a, a whole generation without a proper one, like mm. without a PS4 or Xbox One era GDA. Like you said, we just carried over GDA 5 and remastered it. So I'm, I'm, I am hungry for it personally. Like I was living off GDA online for a long time, but now I haven't touched that in a good few years now. So I'm eager to see what they do next. And it's, that's especially compounded because we've not really seen much from Rockstar in general. We got Red Dead Redemption 2, which is one of my favorite games ever. So I'm not complaining that it took a long time to make that game. But like you said, it's not like the Rockstar of old. You know, every single time they release a game now, whether it's GTA or whatever, it's an event. It's a big yeah, drop. It's, yeah. it's got this monumental feeling behind it. And the next GTA is inevitably going to have that feeling times 10 because it's going up against the biggest selling entertainment product ever so i don't know what they're going to do i just hope it retains that level of rockstar and quality that we got from all of the previous games and all of their recent projects and i just hope it kind of justifies its existence because we could just (laughs) live on gda5 forever but what are they going to bring to the table what innovations are they going to bring what revolutionary Mm -hmm. ideas are they going to um, bring to the forefront to push the genre forward like they did back 
you know, in the day, even in GTA 4's day or GTA 5's day. That was the whole thing with Red Dead. Like, oh, it's going to revolutionize open world spaces all over again because you had all these, this way of the game generating missions and content. You're not really realizing a main mission has become a side mission. What even is that distinction and stuff like that? And I think for the most part, they pulled that off. Um, but then when you start, like, when people have really dug into it, it's like, oh, okay, these things are triggered to happen in this order. And, you know, you can go from this into a bar brawl into hunting this guy down. And it's not as dynamically generated as you think. And so I'm curious how much devs take from that because even like the the depth of Red Dead 2 is it's such an opulent over the top expensive project. I don't even know if anyone can even replicate that other than Rockstar anyway. So I think that yeah. I'm curious how that even applies to GTA. Um, let's move on to some Konami stuff though. Um, there's the whole Silent Hill thing. Um, like Silent Hill has been rumored for so long. I feel like we've rumored <laughs> talked about this for two, three years. Um, so but I know, but like the other week, um, the sort of legendary Silent Hill composer, uh, Akira Yamaoka, was on a podcast called AI Hub, um, and he was asked by the host, um, you know, what's your, what are you working on and what's coming up? And he said, uh, oh, I've got something coming out, or something that's going to be announced um, halfway through 2021, and I think it's what you've, what you've all been waiting for. Um, and that part of the um, interview has now been removed. Um, Konami um, were apparently asked about this. They said it wasn't them, but they would say that, wouldn't they? So, um, but otherwise, um, why else would that dude say that? Obviously he knew what he was saying. It took him a while to reply in the audio as well. He sort of talks to his translator and he's like, oh God, I think it's the one you're waiting for. Um, and there's also the Metal Gear stuff, but let's stick with Silent Hill for a sec. Do you think it's just, I guess, Benoit, do you think it's long overdue Silent Hill just being a thing? It's strange because when some one other podcast that I've not really heard of, and like, it's not that I know all podcasts, and then someone goes, Hey man, hey, you carry Amoka, what are you working on? And then he goes, Oh, something that you might, something that you might want to see. Uh-huh. And I'm like, What? It just, it, it seems like he's just sort of like, he's just trying to light a match and just throw it into some like kindling and try and like get it going. Uh-huh. And Konami just like, no, mate, we're doing some pachinko and we look, we're trying to remaster. We've got pairs, all right? Mach- yeah, they're trying to make better pachinko machines. Like, I just watched the Metal Gear Solid 3 cutscenes in pachinko form the other day again. Which like, are brilliant and it's so, so infuriating. Yeah. I know, it's so infuriating they didn't do any more with it. And then playing, uh, I, I get off Metal Gear, but then playing like, I was considering downloading that they were playing the HD collection via PlayStation Now because I think it was the Xbox version of the of the Silent Hill HD collection that got never got fixed, but the PlayStation right. did. Because like, there's no fog in the PlayStation, in the Xbox version, it's a whole thing. Like, what the hell were you doing? <laughs> but like, I've been thinking about Silent Hill for a while and like, just leading to like, since Silent Hills, and we, you're so close, you're so close, and then ripped away, and then they're just like, nope, we're not doing this. See you later, get out. It's a bit like Nintendo, where they go, how dare they think they can have a Nintendo game on an Xbox? Nope, get out. And it's just like, <laughs> I don't know whether it's just like a, there's a certain like level of no gout is sometimes with uh, the people in Japan that like to make games and like to control their properties, and th- so they should because some of these properties are something like like Silent Hill, like. Mm-hmm it's always been up there even i mean it's been up there and then it had its weird time where they were just trying to milk it for what's worth and turn it into all this crap and like a dungeon crawl or something which didn't work but silent hill if you just did even like a smaller budget like uh i'm trying to think of that horror game that we have both played scott the trying medium? to tell the medium yeah. just do that just just give us that on a small scale as well or, like or just pay was... someone blue point to sort out your remake 
Yeah. This is the medium like was such a reminder of old school, like the isometric Beautiful. camera angles. It's yeah, it is. It's so gorgeous. And the way that it plays, like it doesn't have tank controls, but it is more restricted kind of movement. Um, and that gets in the way sometimes with the stealth sections or whatever. But I love that game. And it was such a reminder of that old school isolation, the tension that came from old school horror. And where I love the cinematography of it, like you can frame spaces in a way that you can't when the camera's over your shoulder. And I think that that contributes to it so much. Like, you know, you some creature appears in the foreground and oh my God, I've got to deal with it in this weird, like, you know, uh, tight space. That stuff was just so effective. And I kind of, if they did more Silent Hill, for me, I would want it to be old school, but I don't know if the, if Konami would ever go down that route again. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. This podcast is brought to you by Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it just makes hiring all in one place so easy because you just get unparalleled access to job seekers. Plus, listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash WCG. Just go to Indeed.com slash WCG right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash WCG. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. I, I like the fixed camera. Like the, the perfect fixed camera is like when it moves about with you as well mm. and it's not just like static like in the Sun Hills and Code Runner, correct? Like that, that's the... That is like the perfect sort of thing, that, but I don't know if it is the main, is the mainstream. Maybe they can get away with it like Resident Evil Remake 1, but I want to know what Josh thinks because I cut him off. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's, all, it's fascinating, man, because I feel like I've talked about this Resident Evil remake or remaster or whatever it's going to be, continuation, for so long because I'm, I'm burned out on these rumors. Like, so oh, sorry, Resident Evil. <laughs> As I was talking to Ben Roy, looking into his eyes, I just got <laughs> the Resident Evil vibes. Yeah, Silent Hill, I mean. Yeah, we've been talking about like those rumors for so long and I've been mm. burnt so many times about a potential Silent Hill revival. And at this point, I just want them to do anything. Like, give me an old school Silent Hill experience, you know? Give me that tank controly kind of um, more puzzle-based experience or try to reinvent the wheel and go down the PT first-person horror route. Like, there's so much potential in the series. And that's why it's so frustrating to see it just never capitalized on because the premise of having Silent Hill as a place, you know, literally there and also being this nightmare world that, you know, 
brings to life the manifestations of whatever characters you've thrown there and like their innermost demons there mm-hmm. dives into their psyche brings out their fears like that can lead to literally endless possibilities but it's almost like the silent hill iconography and the silent hill personality has almost suffocated any creativity because now silent <laughs> hill is just it's just sexy demon nurses and it's oh we gotta get oh, I, a- I think it's just as much pyramid head i think if you did like, I, yeah, you know, like, yeah like an well. iconic villain yeah yeah, or if you, if you watch the film, those little bugs that you turn them around, they go, Nyeh! and then you stamp <laughs> on them. So you don't get 20 of them in. <laughs> no, the point is, right, I, we, we've seen those characters before. Like, they were great with their respective games. And I don't think we want to have a case like the film version where it wanted to include those characters but didn't really understand why they were important to the story. They just mm. thought it was like, Pyramid Head looks cool, so we've got to have them in the game. When it comes to modern Silent Hill, whatever that is, I want I would want to see them, you know, obviously pay homage and be respectful to what's come before, but also drive the franchise forward, bring new ideas to the table, bring new, new creations to the table that we get scared of again. Like, just please, please, the, the original creators keep teasing it. So I'll take whatever. Just well, that's the thing. Stop saying these things. If it's there's not so many, like I can't of, take it. Yeah, there's so many of the original stuff that, are like, oh maybe, oh I don't know, and then like like Akira uh, Yamaoka just being like, oh it's the thing you've been waiting for, and then like it has to be that. Like what else? What else is it gonna be? I mean, you were literally called Team Silent at one point, and now you literally are. Like just say the other thing. And um, <laughs> the other half of the Konami coin is the Metal Gear remake, which I forget where this initially started, but it's just sort of been bandied about so much, and um, it was. Rumored there was going to be one of the things that Blue Point are working on. There was the whole cast getting back together for one of the anniversary um, live casts or whatever that Jordan Vote Roberts initially put into motion, but then it's kind of just they still did like a whole thing where the, the voice cast got to talk to each other again, um, which led to a lot of rumors of like, oh, are they getting back together to do more line reads and re record that script all over again for the second time because they did it for Twin Snakes? Um, yeah, do you guys think that we'll get a Metal Gear remake? I don't even know if I, if my brain can take it at this point. <laughs> I hope so. It's just Konami again, isn't it? Like, it just it's waiting for someone to go. Oh, okay, look, how much money do you want, Konami? Just like, just mm. at this point, don't even get rid of your IP. Just lease it out and let someone else do it for you. Because yeah. it's like they're sitting on Castlevania, Metal Gear, uh, Silent Hill, and all. Like, I mean, people are just. I can't remember the specific names, but people are Castlevania in better than Castlevania was at the moment now. And like, they're just like they're just doing this thing over here. Uh, was it? We have the medium which, like, you replace that certain like evil goblin thing with the pyramid head, and then you've got your pyramid head sections right there Almost. with less scraping and like the the world switching. Like, I'm just thinking about it the whole time, mm-hmm. and then with like Metal Gear, it's just I don't even. It, it's a stealth game, but like the, the name Metal Gear Solid, I think would sell. And I right. think if you just even tease it with like, not even tease it, put Metal Gear Solid One out again. Like um, the maybe you just the... remake it and then just do it like that. Not really change. Maybe change some of the like I was having a lot of problems last night <laughs> trying to <laughs> trying to not shoot people and hold and squirt. Like some of the controls in like those games do get me, but you do get used to them. But yeah, you just do it. It's just like I think it's still more than Demon Souls. Like I'm sorry, but Demon Souls compared to like a Metal Gear Solid, get out of here. Like Metal Gear Solid <laughs> would crush that. Like, that's just yeah. <laughs> my thing with Metal Gear is that like like you know we can cite things like the medium is carrying on where Silent Hill left off and it and the medium for me did scratch that itch and I love that game but like nothing is like Metal Gear mainly because no other mind is like Hideo Kojima so it's like you can't do new Metal Gear because I just don't think you would nail the tone anywhere near enough obviously there was more people that did contribute to Metal Gear over the years I think most of them have left Konami at this point 
Um, but it's that whole thing where like maybe all that's left to do is bring those old games back out. My problem with it, um, which is just sheer 100% fan thing, is that if they re-recorded those lines, they wouldn't sound the same, obviously, but all those, in- I know all those inflections off by heart. I love <laughs> yeah. all those line reads. I don't need or want new versions of those really iconic lines. Um, and even something, I'm just imagining like, you know, like when liquid goes down in the hind D and then snakes like that takes care of the cremation. And it's like, I don't need you to change anything. I need you to redo it. And so for me, just re-release Metal Gear Solid 1, just touch it up, put it in HD, put it in 4K, 60 FPS, whatever. Um, that would that would work for me, but I don't know if that's enough for- If, if they kept all the audio startup. recordings, like I played number one on the PlayStation thingy, whatever it was like two years ago, I'm playing number two now. Like I'm pretty sure you could just transplant that audio over, but like you don't know how like they've kept their files. It's not like we're a film when you've got like most film shoes, like you're, you're gonna send us everything, but like seven layers of the audio here so we can spice out what we need. With video games, you get here people like, oh, I left it in a cardboard box in the roof. <laughs> and like that, it's, it's the difference, it's night and day between film and games. Like, but like the recordings still sound lush, even mm. even on a PlayStation Mini thing, and even streamed over the internet. Do you both think Metal games... Gear One though? Do you think the audio would be high enough quality for them to just put it back out again? Because for me, that's obviously we're going back like over two I decades. Think... Josh, haven't you played that one recently more than me? Like, I think it does sound fine. It it does. It sounds it, fine, it, it, but. Yeah, it holds up really well. I wonder whether or not the original recordings, like like you said, would be of high enough quality to be mm, transplanted yeah. directly onto a, a proper remake. But yeah, I was so surprised at how high the production values of that game just hold up going back to it years later because there's so many like great PlayStation games in your memory that you think hold up really well. If you go back <laughs> and you kind of hear the sound effects and you're like, ooh, this is not high quality at all and you yeah. couldn't just imp- transplant them on a new game. But yeah, going back to... MGS one on that PlayStation Mini, and I was like, this this still knocks my socks off. No, not necessarily <laughs> from a gameplay perspective anymore, but I think it's just a, a very difficult game to remake or remaster because it's so of its time and so distinct, like you said, Scott, in terms mm. of even the delivery of the lines, not just the getting back the actors to deliver them. It's like those specific intonations, those specific cuts. Like we saw it with the Twin Snakes when they tried to remake everything. I like, hate that. You can throw it off whack completely and very quickly. But that said, I do want to see it come back because it's so hard to track down. Like you have Mm. to literally get a PlayStation 1 or a PlayStation 3 or a V, I suppose, or get a PlayStation Mini to play it. Whereas you can just hop on PlayStation Now and boot up Snake Eater. I'll tell you what as well. Um, the you mentioned we mentioned Twin Snakes and how much Twin Snakes was different. I'm sure it was you, Josh, that sent me that interview where Kojima that was the version he preferred drastically. I know that there's a whole other thing with um, the original Metal Gear Solid was translated by one person who put in all that military dialogue and made it. Or he came up with the name Kodak for the Kodak thing, um, and like that was one dude drawing from all these like um, '80s action films, which gave Metal Gear this tone that I personally love. I still think Metal Gear Solid on PS1 is the best one. Um, and then it turned out that Kojima hated all that. And that was why Metal Gear <laughs> went so banana sandwich after that, because he was like, no, this is what it's supposed to be. Um, and then that's the thing. If you did it now, do you respect Kojima's wishes and not take from Metal Gear 1 that he notoriously hated? Um, or like, you know, hated apparently over time. Um, or do you do, like, do you still do that version and run the risk of him saying something during the marketing rollout um, that tanks the entire project? Like, I don't even know like what which version of Metal Gear they would go for. Um, I don't think but... you can half-ass it because I feel like Resident Evil One Remake did it perfectly and it's mm. stuck to it. They took they took out some of the crap like actual lines and redid some dialogue. Is Jill Sandwich they... in the remake? 
no, you you were almost crushed into a sat. Like the sandwich mm. is there, but you weren't a dual sandwich. You, you could have almost <laughs> you almost fit in a sandwich at that point. It's not okay. that, but but like whereas in like Resident Evil Three, where they try to skirt the line and then they cut half the game out. It's like, oh, this is what's going on here. Mm-hmm. Like I, I feel like you even need to go all the way hardcore into it. Or all and like go wacky, and I think you should go hardcore into at least Metal Gear One because at this point you don't want to become George Lucas and you know put a load of bamfers in front of the screen. <laughs> I'd imagine if it, if it is all true that it was given to Blue Point and they're the ones that do it, they seem to be the studio that works the most with the original creators um, and, and sort of does a one to one like a reskinning, like a sort of reimagining of it. Um, like what what would these textures look like in, on the modern day? And I think they would they would want to collaborate with Kojima or they'd want to collaborate with those original artists. And I don't trust Konami to let anyone have access to that team. But I guess Kojima could sit in, but then he'd probably the one, want to change stuff. The one thing I would do is I probably would have first person shooting mode in that and mm. try and make it work. I mean, it might kill the Ocelot fight. You might have to ch- like change that. But th- I feel like you, you don't need it for this point. But I feel like it have a nice continuity with the other games. I mm-hmm. feel like it like, should have that at least. Yeah, I mean, they put it in um, in Twin Snakes. I think, like, for me, like, the way that um, MGS5 plays, it's like, I wonder if you made Metal Gear 1 play, like, Phantom Pain. I think we probably burn through it in, like, half an hour because, like, Phantom <laughs> Pain just goes, like, so much more. Oh, you um, yeah, it is. <laughs> it's, uh, it could be a way to go, but I guess even if this thing is even true, we'll have to wait and see. Um, the final thing, which um, is something that's been talked about for a few years, we can. Um, it's a lot quicker to sort of delve into. It's just the idea of Nintendo doing another Switch this year. Um, one of the most, like, it's been doing the rounds for a few years, but one of the most recent rumors came from Dr. Serkin Toto, um, who's a Japanese games analyst um, who works for Kantan Games, um, saying that the um, yeah Nintendo Switch capable of 4K. Uh, resolution is apparently coming in 2021. Um, do you guys think you would buy another Switch just for increased horsepower? Uh, I need games, right? I've changed my tune since the last time we covered this because originally I thought, yes, I want a 4K Switch. That's awesome. And then I thought, what would I play on it? Only currently games I've already played. Yeah. And I need more yeah. titles announced from Nintendo. I need things to that look forward true. to because at the moment I feel like the slate's quite... Empty. I mean, yeah, we've got Breath of the Wild 2 that's been announced, but... Hey, that's there's Mario, it. mate, just because it's remade from a Wii U. Don't you worry about it. It's brand new. <laughs> Bowser's Fury is coming in. Well, yeah, week. I guess. I guess there's that. I mean, at the moment, I'm playing the Ring Fit, and I'm thinking, do I need to play this in 4K? Probably not, but, the you know, get me some cool games announced, and I absolutely would pay to play Wild 2 in 4K I with think the highest if, possible features. If they tie it in with Metroid Prime 4 and Bayonetta 3, yeah. then at least you've got two big sort of bombastic productions. Like it's not, well, not like bombastic for Bayonetta, like Metroid Prime, I guess we'll see what that thing looks like. But like, you know, the, the idea of a Switch being capable of solid 60 FPS gameplay tied in with their return to a first party first person shooter um, or whatever you want to call Prime. I know it has puzzle elements, whatever. But like if they do that and they're like, hey, this is our this is our entry into this, like the, this generation's first person um, shooter type game that's Nintendo branded and it's Metroid and it runs in 4K60, like that would be a hell of a thing. Um, but it is true that their, their, their release slate is absolutely nothing right now. Like, they don't yeah. really have anything other than just probably Zelda, probably this year, like we sort <laughs> of said. It's, um, it's not going to happen. Uh, they, don't <laughs> need, they don't need to do it. They're, they've sold uh, Quazillion switches. They're still selling <laughs> them. I don't think you give a console a 4K update like the Switch unless you're doing a new thing because mm. they don't need to push it at this point. They don't know. They, they might call it the HD Plus or some crap, but I think if they're doing a 4K machine, it won't be the next one. 
it'll be the one after so the next one will be like a two it'll run at like 2k or something it won't oh, it won't be it won't be true 4k and their their game's really lush as it is how it is and i'm never gonna play a never gonna play a third party game first on the switch i don't want to no. play uh, like the witcher on the go really like i want all this sort of thing in my my glorious tv even though you can plug a switch into the tv most of the time i want the switch on the sofa like you know i'm making a horrible mario maker course to just punish myself <laughs> but like yeah i don't think those mario games like uh, i say so i don't think the mario games need to be in 4k they'll be in 4k at one point Ooh. but oh they look so good but at the same time i think you've got what you need out of it as it is and they've only really just reached the land of hd properly so it's just like <laughs> and they can't even you have to speak to someone on a switch via a smartphone like i was just gonna say like they still haven't figured out voice chat let alone they don't, they don't care because they don't they don't need to they're no. not just like they're just like no well, I, I still I don't have any faith in them doing this at all. But if they could do what Microsoft do with upscaling stuff automatically, the idea of 4K Super um, Super Mario World, 4K 4K anything from their legacy collection would just be phenomenal. Um, but like you say, they don't need to. And then all stars, like, Scott. All stars. <laughs> what was that? That was let's upres this old ROM that we hacked off someone else's website <laughs> as far as we can take it. And then get two more. Not even put Super Mario Galaxy two in there for some reason. No, nope. we're gonna we're gonna save separately. that. Well, we've done a few. You idiots! Like just. that collection got Mr. Josh Brown to play Mario sixty four, and if that's the only way he's gonna do yeah. it, then maybe that's just the bullet. Because yeah, they to need bite. to make it play, but they need to not have it on the 3ds. Like because wherever because it's a tiny little. Oh, I don't want to play games like this. I don't like that. And then the Switch, this is why Josh got to play it. And I'm happy he got to play it, but it's not a good... I mean, it's probably... Is it's it, worse, a, is it the say, best yeah. version of that game? Like, no. is this, What is? <laughs> it's not. It's, I don't think so. I think it's built for the N64 controller, but that's a whole separate conversation. I'm glad that it exists. I'm glad it's a bit crispier, um, a bit cleaner Listen. and stuff. But the camera controls are dog. Carry on. The and you're really going to be buying all those games for £70 each, and you're not going to... You're going to do it, and we're all going to do it and cry about it. I can't believe they did that. Where's my 4K Switch in 2024? And we're all still inside our rooms right now, just like, yeah. well, I've got the Switch SD because they <laughs> they released the SD version of the Switch. Sorry, I can't hear you over this additional controller I've ordered and this additional memory card that I've ordered. Please speak up. Um, Josh, what's the thing you were going to say there, mate? I was just going to say, like, the real Mario 3D All-Stars fan has just entered the chat because, yeah, I w I'm, I've not played any of these games. I didn't grow up with Nintendo consoles, so mm -hmm. there are so many experiences that, quite, you know, frankly, Nintendo are holding hostage at the moment that I have to pay a lot of money to get perhaps the worst version of, and yet I'm willing to do it, and I think that says everything, not necessarily about me or my pride or my, you know, respectability, but more so how Nintendo can just do the bare minimum and make the most money every oh, yeah. single time. Yeah. So that's what that's the only thing, like Ben Roy was saying, that gets me wondering about this because they've, they've not cared about this stuff really, and I'm sure they are <laughs> feeling some push some pushback because we've just got next gen machines from Sony and Microsoft to do something. And I would like it to be this, but they could just say he's another two, two DS or something. He's another <laughs> Switch that mini or what's this? Is it switch mini? 
They're gonna, uh, you know what? Konami um, are going to release all their all their Silent Hills remastered with Metal Gear on that only, not even normal Switch, <laughs> the one that you can't plug into your TV. And they go like, ah, there you go. Konami will put it out on the uh, the KFC chicken chamber thing, just to be just to be a little <laughs> bit more different. Um, but yeah, let us know what we think down in the comments of all these various rumors and things. We'll get into more of them going forward, but this is a roundup of the biggest things that could happen in 2021. And um, for now, this has been the What Culture Gaming Podcast. I've been your host, Scott Tilford, joined by Ben Roy Turner. Yay, I'm first. We basically just went, all these rumors <laughs> are crap and they're not going to happen. But anyway, you <laughs> know, this is gaming, isn't it? And also, Josh Brown. Goodbye. Who knows? We'll probably have like more GTA 6 news tomorrow or something that invalidates all of this, which I'm excited for. Almost definitely, but it's my day off, so I'll be in bed. But till then, (laughs) bye. Bye. Drowning in GTA 6. catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well hello fresh is your guilt-free dream come true baby it's me geeky palmer let's wake up those taste buds with hot juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi Mm. hello fresh stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at hellofresh.com let's get this dinner party started Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.